0: I am Sarah-Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Tuesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are discussing anger. We'll cover the anger types, so the stages of anger and three types of anger. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that Chi-Chi's book came in the mail today, the Enneagram for Black Liberation, and I am so excited about it. Cannot wait to read it. Now, the thorn is that I have so many books I want to read and only so much time in the day, and so I'm kind of struggling to make time for all of the reading that I want to do, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back into it. My bud is just being on an airplane again. I don't think that that's ever going to get old. I mean, I hope it doesn't. I always want to feel like it's a miracle that we can float through the sky and just look out at the sky from the air and think like, this is incredible. I can't believe this is my life. I always, always, always it to feel that way. And at 36, it still does. So I feel like, I feel like we're going great. All right, let's get into anger. So in the world of the Enneagram, we associate anger first with types eight, nine, and one, the gut center eights tend to be more straightforward with their anger, nines lean toward passive aggression, and ones tend to express their anger through irritation, or they may suppress their anger, like shoving it down, trying to be polite in spite of their anger. Now, however, as I am sure you are well aware, we all have a relationship to anger. So I wanna go through what anger is, how it shows up, and how we're able to quote, unquote, do it well. I think it's important to say first and foremost that there is nothing inherently wrong with anger. So many of us view this as like a bad emotion, like there's something wrong with feeling and expressing it, but it's really just something inevitable that occurs when we are faced with pain. I believe it was Eckhart Tolle who said, where there is anger, there is always pain underneath we now know that anger is not a primary emotion, it's secondary. So once you look for the root cause of your anger, perhaps fear, rejection, sadness, guilt, stress, sometimes you can hold it with more grace than the anger itself. But it can also be really scary. The anger feels tougher, more able to sustain the blows that our vulnerability may feel is too risky. However, once you're honest with yourself, you can get into understanding the root of your anger and what you are trying to protect with it. Essentially, anger serves the function of letting us know when all is not right in our world. In general, anger is kind of caused by two basic things. One is frustration, so not getting what we want, especially if we're expecting to get it, like a clean kitchen, a promotion, emotional support. (laughs) The second is feeling that others do not respect us or care about how we feel. When we experience our anger as a mild irritation, it is kind of easy to manage our response, but when it builds in intensity, depending on our experience or our skill, Anger can become increasingly difficult to manage. So let's talk about the anger arousal cycle, what it can look like to move from one phase to another. So the arousal cycle of anger has five phases, trigger, escalation, crisis, recovery, and depression. Understanding the cycle can help us to understand our own reactions and also those that we interact with. So the first is a trigger phase. Now these are happening really fast. This is happening like instantaneously almost, right? We're getting the trigger phase, and that's when an event gets the anger cycle started. We get into an argument. We receive some information that shocks us. We feel threatened. We feel you know avoided or invalidated, and our physiological system prepares to meet that threat, which leads us into the escalation phase, which is when our body prepares for a crisis within which can look like rapid breathing, increased heart rate, raised blood pressure, pressure, tensed muscles. Our voice might become louder or have an altered pitch. Our eyes can even change shape, like our pupils can enlarge or our brows can kind of crease together. You can start to take note of these things next time you feel angry. Notice what your body does. Notice where you feel it. Um, I get really stiff. I, I stop breathing. Um, so you can notice like your body stance can change in as these phases increase. Today's episode is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. They make eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. My personal favorite aspect of them is that they are the most sustainable meal kit. They offset 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Green Chef's pre-portioned ingredients also mean that you'll actually reduce your food waste by at least 25% compared to grocery shopping. Now, this is great, but it's also amazing that it is convenient and easy. Green Chef saves you time by taking care of meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you week after week so that you don't have to. You also know that most recipes are going to be about 30 to 40 minutes long. so. Every day I know I have 30-40 to minutes that I'm going to dedicate to cooking dinner, I'm going to enjoy the process, and I'm going to feel like I'm learning things along the way like how to make a good caramelized onion. These things are so fun when you get to take the stress of being the one to not only plan it, grocery shop for it, and prepare it, that is so much harder than just I'm going to show up and I'm going to prepare this and I'm going to enjoy the process. Now, even better, it is delicious, and it's delivered right to your door. So it's fresh produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients that you can trust. It's the number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef offers 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every single week, featuring premium, clean ingredients that are seasonally sourced for peak freshness. If you are getting bored with your meal routine, definitely check out Green Chef and give it a try. Go to greenchef.com slash egram130 and use the code egram130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash egram130 and use the code egram130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Thank you, Green Chef, for supporting the podcast. We then get into the crisis phase, which is when we get into our survival instincts, which the flight, fight, freeze, fawn responses. Our body is prepared to take action. Now, unfortunately during this, our quality of judgment is significantly reduced and decisions may be made without the benefit of the best reasoning ability, right? Like we're not gonna make the right choices when we're in this phase. That takes us into the recovery phase. And this takes place after some action has resulted during the crisis phase. So the body starts to recover from the extreme stress and expenditure of energy. The adrenaline in our blood leaves gradually. Our quality of judgment returns as reasoning begins to replace that kind of survival mechanism. And then we get into post-crisis depression phase. This is the point when the body enters a short period in which the heart rate goes below normal. So the body can kind of regain its balance. Now here, awareness and an energy return to allow us to assess what just happened. We may begin to feel guilt, regret, or even depression. Now in response to these phases, we could find ourselves in one of three types of anger. These are passive aggression, open aggression, and assertive anger. Passive aggression is for those of us who don't like to admit they're angry because they don't like confrontation. So this can come out in things like becoming silent when you're angry, sulking, procrastinating, pretending everything is fine. (laughs) Passive aggression comes from a need to be in control without wanting to voice it directly. And then we have open aggression. It's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. Open aggression is where many people have the tendency to lash out in anger, rage. Maybe they become physically or verbally aggressive. They can oftentimes hurt themselves or others. This comes out in fighting, bullying, blackmailing, accusing, shouting, bickering, sarcasm, and criticism. Open aggression also comes from a need to be in control and to assert that need. Now, most of us naturally, when in a defensive state, lean into passive or open aggression. I'm sure you can kind of know which one you are more inclined toward pretty easily. But the goal for all of us isn't to suppress or ignore our anger. Instead, it's a practice assertive anger. Assertive anger is all about being controlled and confident, talking and listening, while remaining open to help and dealing with the situation. So this assertive anger, instead of shutting down or dismissing someone, can actually help relationships to grow. It means thinking before you speak, being confident in how you say it, and open and flexible to the other side. So it means being patient, not raising your voice, communicating how you're feeling emotionally, and really trying to understand what others are feeling too. Now, when you deal with anger assertively, you demonstrate that you are mature, and care about your relationships as well as yourself. Assertive anger also allows room for forgiveness. So if a person has apologized for making you angry, or if you realize that the situation isn't worth it, or maybe you've reacted strongly, being open to forgive both yourself and others is gonna help you to calm down and help the people in your life to feel more supported and safe. So I wanna kind of do a quick example of these three responses to anger. Let's say that the dishes weren't washed after dinner, even though you felt like someone should have washed them and it shouldn't have been you because you've been doing them enough. You get triggered and you're angry. The passive aggression response could look like not doing the dishes for the rest of the week, letting them pile up, waiting for someone to notice. Open aggression could look like yelling, blaming, or insulting someone. And then assertive anger looks like I'm feeling overburdened with the dishes and could use some help. Would you be able to take this round and then we can make a plan for a balanced ownership of this task in the future? It's proactive. It's collaborative. It's inviting the other person in and not putting them on the defense. Now, we're going to close part one of our discussion on anger today with a quote from Aristotle. Anybody can be angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person and to the right degree and at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way That is not within everybody's power and is not easy. Getting angry is not only easy, it's the most normal thing in the world. It's inevitable. It's particularly easy to get angry and start shouting at someone, to shut down and cease communication, to break things, or to put off until you can't anymore. It's not easy, however, to stay calm, think logically, be aware of consequences, and choose assertive anger. But as mama glennon doyle says we can do hard things so stay tuned for part two where i will share my tips for moving through anger this thursday as always it's an absolute joy to create this content for you and i will see you tomorrow for the next episode